welcome back to Baking with Booze, the podcast where two friends talk about a few of the things they love most, food and the paranormal. We are your hosts, Bree and Katie, and each week we will serve you up a tasty treat and terrifying tale. So grab a blanket and a snack as we share with you what we've dug up. Welcome back to episode 42 of Baking with Booze. Um, right off the bat, if you hear any weird yiping noises, that is just my little dog downstairs. He is not being murdered. He is just dramatic. Complaining. And complaining because he's not upstairs with us and my husband is at work, so nobody's down there to pay attention to him. He was left alone with the children. Yeah, pretty much. He's not even, like, he's not the senior. He's not the oldest down there, but no. the oldest one can't be bothered to give a fuck. As she should. As she should. She's been alive for far too long, and... We're calling it 16 at this point. Pretty much, yeah. She's she's old enough. Like, she's, what, a boxer mix? Boxer beagle. Yeah. She's old enough to get a pass uh, to lay in her blankie and not give a fuck. Like if she doesn't pee on the floor or whine because she's not covered, I'm good. <laughs> anyway, um, Bree, how was your week? My week was okay. I literally can't remember what happened this week, which bodes well for my brain. Would you like me to go first? Yeah, beautiful. Go ahead. Okay. My week was fine. How was your week? <laughs> Let me give you five seconds to breathe. <laughs> My week was okay. Uh, nothing, nothing new. I, it's just I made it through another week. Work went by pretty quickly, thankfully. Um, I'm starting to feel a little bit more comfortable and confident in my job, so I'm able to move a little bit more quickly. Um, yeah, I finished a book that you are aware of. Yes. Um, did we review it on here? No. Okay. Because it wasn't a spooky book. Okay. It does have witches in it, but... Well, and most importantly, it has the best bar song that I have ever heard. Oh, dear. Yeah. Um, yeah, so not really spooky, but it was called um, Serpent and Dove by Shelby Mahurin. Um, good book. There's only three books in that series, and I did look that it does say, like, the third is the conclusion to the story. So, um, I haven't started reading the second one yet, uh, seeing as how I just finished the first one last night, but finished the book. It was really good. Um, yeah, not really much to report on. Pretty easy week. I got through one wedding, um, of the month, so <clears throat> that, you know, little worry is, is gone now. So, I'm a little bit more relaxed this week, I should say, is probably the best thing about this week for me. Mm-hmm. So, I'm on my little break weekend here where I don't really have to do anything or be anywhere or be anything for anybody this weekend. So, I'm, I'm taking my, my break and I'm happy for it. Now, what about you? <clears throat> um, so, Saturday was Emmett soccer game. Um, Nolan is still a little tummy queasy um so he did not play but Emmett did and so the kids on his team are just very shy most of them are very soft-spoken and don't really get in there and you know but last week 
them teams were throwing bows all over the place. Wow. And these kids were just here to make each other bruised. Like, they just... <laughs> I think we just had to stop the game so many times as the one kid got, like, ball directly to the face. Um, it's a typical Friday night for me. Yeah. Just kidding. No, not Friday. That doesn't make any sense. I'm with you all night. Yeah. Mm. I have no secrets. I have no secrets. <laughs> Saturday night. Saturday. Yes. But yeah, <laughs> it was just... Wild. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we took a turn and I turned it back. Yeah. I kicked you out of the captain's chair and took the wheel back. You're like, bitch later. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> um Monday we got our marriage license. Yay. So that was that was a wild ride. Uh because so I don't know if any of you like had this issue, probably not during the pandemic, you know, Chris got his temps because he does not drive because he used to live in the city and there was no need for a car. Well, now he lives out in the boons and needs a car or at least, you know, a license. And so he got his temps, but then nowhere was letting you do driving tests because, you know, you can't be six feet away, even if you use a Yoder toter. <laughs> um, you can't be six foot away from anybody taking a driver's test. Yeah. So they kept extending it out, extending it out, and so on and so forth. So then it expired, and then they told him, well, you know, we can't do that yet, um, so there's an extension on it. So even though it's expired, it's still valid. Mm-hmm. Well, the ladies at the courthouse did not... Um, believe that was acceptable for a marriage license even though we explained it and they just did not believe so so he had to go we we went because you have to schedule to go get your marriage license you can't just show up you have to make you have to make an appointment um you can't do it online because once again we live in the goddamn 50s in this town yep so you can't go online to get it you have to go to in person um so we show up they don't approve mm-hmm and so we had to go down to the DMV, and then he had to go get a state, um, just state ID, because he can't renew it. You gotta go, you gotta go retake the written portion of the test again. Oh shit! Yeah, so he just got a state ID. He said fuck it. Um, so yeah, he had to go spend more money to get a state ID, and luckily they were able to fit us in same day, like an hour later. Mm-hmm. So, because they're like, would you just like to reschedule? Like, thinking that I was going to be back in a couple days. I said, you got another appointment here today? And she just kind of looked at me, like, the motherfucking audacity of this woman. Well, let me check. And she had one an hour later. So, we managed to get all that done. And look like, you know, I I can only imagine the um, video recording of us standing there looking like a bunch of lovebirds, just disgusting, sappy lovebirds, like, we're here to get our marriage license. I'm I'm well aware of how I look and don't really care until after the fact to poke fun at myself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Is this an accurate description? Definitely. You're one, like, you know, pe- people are happy for you because you're in love and it's beautiful. But occasionally, depending on how much time you spend around them, I know you, the listeners, probably will not know. 
but depending on how much time you spend around them, they finish each other's fucking sentences, and then they just randomly, like, lovingly gaze at each other. Like, that part just never went away. And so, I just look at them like, you're disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) But it's beautiful at the same time. So, yes, I would say that's an accurate description. Yes, we were doing that the entire time, to the point where I'm like, how are these women sitting back here in a soul suck job? Because clearly that's that's what we're dealing with because there was no uh, humor other than their I hate Mondays signs. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I just imagine that we gave them diabetes with our sugar stairs. <laughs> they need something to sweeten them up, sounds like. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was uh, part of my week. And obviously we're we're doing a lot of recording um, pre-wedding. Yes. So that way I may have it all scheduled for you. So you will hear about the rest of my week next episode. Yes. Next week for you. Uh-huh. Yes. All right. Oh, I made the food. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait. I was like, and then. Obligation. Uh, yes. Responsibility. Yes. <laughs> okay. So. This week, I took it back to our roots, and I made some tomato soup. Same thing I, you know, did on the first episode, if you all have been uh, listening since the beginning. I tweaked the recipe a little bit, um, and then this time, being as, you know, we're on TikTok now, I filmed it, so that'll be up. Um, I, It was all the same ingredients, except for I added a purple onion to it. Um, I did a whole red bell pepper instead of half, and then after I um, blended everything, after it was all um, cooked in the oven, I added some heavy cream to it and some fresh basil and blended that all together. So that was the only difference. Comfort in bowl. Comfort in a bowl, yes. And may I say that I normally, I have issues with the nightshade family, uh, vegetables and so on and so forth. And this one did not give me any reflux, heartburn, any of that, like I normally get with it. So, mm-hmm. very nice. Well, very good. That was part of the reason for adding the uh, heavy cream in, because mm-hmm. normally I wouldn't have. Um, I like the taste either way, mm-hmm. but like my, my mom has a sensitive stomach when it comes to that, too. Yes. Um... And so she's like, if you put some cream in it, I'm more likely to eat it. And I was like, okay. So I put, you know, put some cream in it to see if that helps. It definitely seemed like it cut down on the acidity a little bit. So Yes. They're nice. Um, I also made some, um, or I tried to make some cauliflower bread. Wait, I fucked it up. Cauliflower cheesy breadsticks. There we go. I was going to go back for seconds. I was sitting... That's why I was sitting there and debating for so long. Oh, okay. About whether I was going to finish my bowl of soup or not, because I was thinking about going back for more. Well, I mean, you totally still can. I know. Okay. It was pretty good. I mean, I liked the flavor of it all. I liked that. I liked those. I ripped it up and put it in uh, the soup, and I liked it a little bit better than just on its own, but it wasn't as bad as what I thought it was. It was okay. You were just frustrated that it wasn't doing what it was supposed to be doing. Correct. It took a lot longer to fucking cook. Um, I did film that as well. Um, so you'll get both of those. And it's like a little bonus for you, I guess. 
you'll get uh, both of those recipes on the same day when this episode drops. So, um, seeing as how we have talked about everything else in this dish, I figured we could talk about one of my favorite herbs, which is basil. <laughs> basil faulty. Basil faulty. <laughs> so, um, basil helps to combat stress, promotes healthy liver function, helps fight the cancer, lowers blood glucose levels, uh, lowers cholesterol, helps slow down the aging process, has antibacterial properties, boosts immune system function, helps to lower fevers, and prevents radiation poisoning. Thought I'd just slip that one in there, because it's the cancer. Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, A little bit about basil. It's also called great basil. It's a culinary hub of of the family. I'm not going to try and pronounce it. It is native to tropical regions from Central Africa to Southeast Asia. It is a tender plant and is used in cuisines worldwide. There are many varieties of basil, as well as several related species or hybrids also called basil. Because basil is a popular herb to grow, um, you know, just, it tends to be pretty easy. Windowsill herb. Yes, there we go. Uh, a couple small quick care tips water regularly it likes to stay moist (laughs) (laughs) oyster (laughs) um fertilize lightly pinch back the leaves um and it also can be used as like a companion plant uh using this technique gives basil an excellent advantage um some of its favorite companion plants are Oregano, lettuce, tomatoes, and peppers. Mm. So. Make you a whole uh, tomato sauce garden right there. Pretty much. Yes. So anyway, that's what I I have for basil. I have decided just now that when I start my herb garden, like in in earnest, instead of just kind of half-ass doing it, Mm -hmm. that the pot that I'm putting the basil in is going to be named Basil Fulty. I approve. I've decided this just now. You're going to name your pot? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm naming the plant, but he is getting a plaque. <laughs> he's going to get a plaque? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> he's getting a nameplate on his pot. Basil Faulty. No reason other than it amuses me. It would be funny if he gave you one, and it would be called Human Cheese. I went a completely different direction with that until I realized that you meant my name. Yes. Yes. Where did you go? Because my brain isn't following you. There, There is a, a whole lot of places that uh, people tend to use the word cheese when it comes to the human body. And I did not appreciate the adventure <laughs> that my brain went on. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you saying, woman? <laughs> uh, I meant your name. <laughs> You stinky French cheese, you. (laughs) (laughs) It would be funny, because you're calling him Basil Faulty, but he is a Basil. Yes. You are a human. And Faulty is his name. And Brie is a cheese, so cheese is your name. So if you're going to name him Basil Faulty, I'm going to get you a nameplate, and it's going to be called Human Cheese. (laughs) Put it on a shirt for you. 
it, it is funny the uh, the witty comments that people try to come up with when it comes to my name. Oh, I bet it's just spectacular. It, yeah. You have that, and I have my name is Katie. So I got Katie did, Katie did it, Katie did you do it? Yeah. Oh well, and then. At various points in your life, I imagine you've probably heard something about being a redhead, considering yes. as you are a chimera and fucking change yes. hair color randomly throughout the years. On its own. On not, its own. Yeah, yes. Not with me doing anything to it. Started out my life as a redhead, so I have heard. Yeah. Many a thing. And I met you as a blonde. Yes. And then it's just been some version of both or no, one. It does what it wants. It just does what it wants. But I have remained a ginger, unfortunately, for my whole fucking life. And you get the, you know, just like the comments about your fucking hair. Or like, do you have a fiery temper? Bitch, do you want to find out? Mm-hmm. Keep fucking annoying me. Anyway, let's not get too far off topic here. It's that meme that you had with the, you know, the eyes are the window to the soul. Yes, fuck you. <laughs> Like, yes, I do have a fiery temper. I'm not going to say that it's indicative of just being a fucking redhead. Maybe it's just because I'm a cunt. You know? (laughs) Maybe it's because of people like you asking me that question my whole fucking life. I mean, uh, I'm just kind of going with something that you already said, a red snapper. In every sense of the word. Yes. It covers everything. Yes. Yes. Okay. Alright, well, anyway. So that was the food. (laughs) Brie, what is your story this week? Okay, so my story this week is on the Legends of a Sleepy Hollow. Oh, ooh. Yeah. Mmm, Johnny Depp. <laughs> so there's a couple different uh, popular media about the Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Uh, as Katie just said, there's a Johnny Depp version. There is a Disney version that was together with Ichabod uh, and Mr. Toad that you've probably never seen because it's Disney. Mm-hmm. And you watched precisely five Disney movies, I'm convinced. Ariel being one of them. Maybe ten. Okay. My whole life. Okay. So, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow is actually a gothic story by the American author Washington Irving and contained a collection of uh, 34 essays and short stories. It contained the earliest examples of American fiction um, and is really popular around Halloween because of the character known as the Headless Horseman. We, I mean, you've been living under a rock if you haven't seen at least a picture of Headless Horseman. So, for those of you that might not know, the Legend of Sleepy Hollow, um, essentially the main players are Ichabod Crane. In the Disney version, he is a school teacher. Several irrelevant tangents later. Okay. Okay. All right. Where did I leave off? Okay. So... The most popular media, there's kind of conflicting uh, stories. If you are familiar with the Disney version, Ichabod Crane is a school teacher. Um, he kind of blows into town from where we have no clue, but he blows into town. He becomes the head schoolmaster. He has an eye for the women of the town. 
he's invited very social guy invited to all sorts of things very odd looking like big ears big fuck off beak of a nose very skinny so he's at a party and makes the eyes the little you know wolf whistle eyes at uh katrina von tassel and then realizes the biggest brawniest guy um which is so his nickname was brown bones so she's sort of kind of seeing Abraham Von Brunt, a.k.a. Brom Bones. They don't call him by his actual name in the Disney one. It's Brom Bones. So he's like, you're making eyes at my woman. Um, and they all know that Ichabod's very superstitious. Like he's um, fascinated but scared of witchcraft kind of thing. So Brom Bones is thinking like, okay, well I can get back at him by telling him the spooky story. So while they're at a fall party, I'm assuming it's like a Halloween party, um, he tells the story of the Headless Horseman, and it's this whole big song, Disney, obviously. It's gotta be a song. Um, and Ichabod goes home that night, and he's scared of his own shadow. And he runs into the Headless Horseman. Shenanigans doff ensue. And then the next day, like, it doesn't really tell you what happened to him. Uh, now, if you're on the Johnny Depp version, Johnny Depp, uh, as Ichabod Crane, he is the son of a witch. And he is a detective or a scientist he is convinced that um, this case in a town, you know, further upstate, there there has to be a scientific reason why these people are being plagued. He goes there and starts um, looking into these bodies, and people are telling him like, you know, they fully believe that it's to do with a headless horseman. Like they're like, this is supernatural. It's not he. He's trying to say that it's scientific, it's, you know, of this world and whatnot. And they're like, nope, full, we fully subscribe to the fact that it's otherworldly. He's the scully, they're the molder. Yes. So he's trying to prove all this, and he's um, uncovering plot and mayhem and deceit and, you know, much things. Mm-hmm. Also makes the eyes with Katrina Von Tassel. Brom Bones is also a part of this story as well. Does shenanigans to Ichabod Crane, but they sort of have by by the end of the movie they have sort of a um, a camaraderie, I guess. Like they're they're in a better place than like the Disney version. Uh, the Disney version of Brom Bones is much more guest on mm. than that. That's how I view him anyway. But ultimately. They realize that uh, the Headless Horseman, a.k.a. Christopher Walken, is really uh, sent from hell and is after uh, Katrina. The Hessian. Yes, the Hessian. So, either version, that is the story that is being told there. So, I am going to talk to you about the real-life Legend of Sleepy Hollow. In the late 1700s, near the end of the Revolutionary War, the Hudson River area was the equivalent to, like, the Wild West. It was an area of, like, 
lawbreakers and lawmakers and uh, lots of rivalries and fighting between like British loyalists and the American raiders and so on and so forth. This area was also known for its abundance of Hessians who were German mercenaries who were contracted contracted not contracted contracted by the British Empire to serve during the American Revolutionary War. Uh, the Hessians, in addition to being known for their ruthlessness, were also known for their sharpshooting and horsemanship. So the area residents uh, were predominantly Dutch settlers. Uh, they didn't really care for these German mercenaries and told tales of the ruthless German horsemen who killed without discretion. At one point, a headless corpse of a Hessian soldier was found in an area and later buried by a local family in an unmarked grave in an old Dutch burying ground. Uh, so what about Ichabod Crane? There was actually an Ichabod Crane, but he was a military man, a Marine and an army officer. So not the skinny beaked man of uh, Walt Disney. And not the, I mean, a little bit closer with the, you know, working for the police that Johnny Depp's version was, but not quite. Not a fucking scientist. Yes. Uh, so he served in the War of 1812. Washington Irving met the real crane at Fort Pike in Sackett's Harbor, New York, in 1814, and was immediately inspired by his name and character. I mean, that would make a fucking impression. Though the soldier was nothing like his namesake school teacher. However, the mannerisms and behavior of Ichabod Crane were said to be inspired by a friend of Irving's uh, from Kinderhook, New York. The teacher was Jesse Merwin, uh, who was originally from Connecticut and moved to Kinderhook to teach. So, like I said, blew in from God knows where. Apparently, it was Connecticut. Uh, so, unlike. Major Crane, which just cracks me up because it makes me think of Major Payne. <laughs> You're welcome. I've never seen that movie. Good criminy. Like I said, you have a niche. I do. Uh, so, unlike Major Crane, Mr. Merwin was proud of his association with the story. So, the town, Sleepy Hollow itself, wasn't an actual place until recently. Like, the location existed, but not the name. In the story, uh, Irving states that Sleepy Hollow is uh, about three miles from Terrytown in a little valley among the high hills, which is one of the quietest places in the whole world. The village in North Terrytown has claimed to be the inspiration for the story for as long as it's been written, uh, though people believe that Irving based a story on Kinderhook, which is very possible, considering that's where he met his friend Jesse. Uh, it wasn't until 1996 when North Terrytown officially adopted the name Sleepy Hollow to honor the story. So, fairly recent development. Mm -hmm. If you're 30 like us and still feel like that was four years ago or some shit. Ten years. It's only like 20, 2006. Yeah. So it's in Sleepy Hollow Cemetery where Washington Irvin is buried, along with other famous people like Andrew Carnegie, uh, Walter P. Chrysler, 
Brooke Astor, and Elizabeth Arden. Mary Chrysler. Mary Chrysler. Wayne <laughs> <laughs> <Mary> Griezmann. <laughs> so Sleepy Hollow um, is very is that very like postcard perfect New York um, is an ancient forest growing in the hills, but at night it's very dark and dark feeling. You feel like somebody's watching you or something's waiting like two steps behind you. Uh, so it's not difficult to imagine why uh, Washington Irving chose this for the setting of the story. And it's very possible that ghosts of the Hessians past could still be haunting that forest. But that is the true tale of the legend of Sleepy Hollow. Very nice. All right, well, thank you for your story. You're welcome. I knew some of that. Well, actually, I only knew that um, it actually being called Sleepy Hollow was more of a recent thing. That yeah. was the only thing I knew. Um, I did not know, like, where, you know, meeting the friend Jesse and all that other stuff. Um, obviously, um, other people inhabited this land before we got over here. Correct. Um... Between that and what happened to those peoples, as well as just anything else that could have happened on that land in between that time. Yeah, I'm sure it was probably pretty fucking creepy. Quiet little town in just in some hills surrounded by fucking woods and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I imagine it's probably pretty easy to get spooked out. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's close to like Appalachian yeah. situation. Appalachian situation. Yeah, and and we all know the things that lurk in them hills. So, well, we haven't really talked about it on here, so you may not, but that's where my family's from, so. We'll talk about it one day. Oh, yeah, we'll get there. Don't worry about it. I think it. we've mentioned, like, one of the main things. Yeah. But we haven't done any kind of story on it. Yeah. I recently found out that... Um, like when Pangea split up, that um, Appalachia was part of, like, went up into Ireland and whatnot. That's why we have similar creatures, hmm. cryptids and so on and so forth. And I'm like, this make a sense. This make a whole lot of sense. Yes, it does. Interesting. Yeah. Well, thank you for your story. I think I already said that. Um, unfortunately, we do not have any... What, what were we calling it? It's not called this or that. But we've been kind of going back and forth with would you rather or this or that. Okay. We don't have that or monstrous media for you. We are terribly sorry. Um, as we mentioned in the episode earlier, we're kind of like jamming. <laughs> this won't be out. Like this will be out before that one. We're triple... Oh, it was the other episode. Yeah. Okay. We haven't even done the other episode, though. No, I know, but... Alert! Alert! Who's must be Jesus. Who needs ring when you have three dogs? Nobody. Nobody. None of it. But... We're triple recording this evening um, in preparation for wedding and honeymoon. So, the episodes are going to be a little bit shorter. And... Uh, none of us were really prepared for all the extra 
prep work that goes into that for, you know, once a week, let alone, here's three. Yeah, I, I literally had no weekend last weekend. Uh, the one day that I wasn't actually busy doing other things was just, like, general house care type things or housework type things. So, and then, of course, we work through the week, so... Did not get a chance to really watch any movies, any shows, get through any kind of scary books. Mm-hmm. So, unfortunately, we don't have anything for you uh, for this episode or next episode. But not to fret, we'll uh, we'll get right back on that ASAP. Yes. Once, uh, once we are back in town, yeah, we will have that, what, 44? I believe. 44 or 45. I can't remember which one it'll be. I literally just fucking typed it out, too. 44. Okay. So, yeah. We'll be back to normal at 44. I'll be back home. Yeah. So, um, hopefully y'all enjoyed the episode. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Baking with Booze. You can send in your listener stories or recipes to baking underscore with underscore booze at yahoo.com. Other than that, we hope you have a fantastic week ahead, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.